What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, July 26th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the exhausted one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. How you Going doing? around, baby. You, you struggling? Oh, you yeah. struggle it's all good, though. We got, I got two shows today. Yeah. Two more to close out the week. This Strong. one? And, and then, then screencast, yeah. the review of Once Upon a Time in dot 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 Hollywood. Which you saw last night, which I I'm did. sure didn't a lot of us contributed, a lot of us contributed to your sleepiness. Oh my God. Yeah, late yeah, late yeah. movie, long movie. I mean, uh, your guys' showtime was exactly at the same time, right? At eight? Because we saw, yeah, we saw it yeah. at different theaters. So we got out of the theater like a little after 11. Yeah. And yeah, I got I got back home at like 11.30. Yeah. yeah. You, you were yeah. running on fumes yesterday, all hungover. Yeah. Yeah. But then the hangover stopped. After I left work, I had like a second window. I was oh, like, good. all right. All right, cool. Hangover well, like, three. Yeah. Uh, hey. But I, I, I did go home. Don't forget Patreon Q&A today, too. So you got three yeah. shows. Today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. there you go. Yeah, bring it on. I did go home and take a, like a kind of like resty kind of nap situation, though. So I feel like that's Before the movie? Yeah. That'll help. Yeah. 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 Or it can crush. There's nothing worse than you take the nap thinking it's going to help and you wake up even more tired and grumpy. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah. Happens a lot. No, yeah. I was really worried of like, oh, I'm running on fumes going into this almost three hour movie. And yeah. then after that little rest, I was like, no, I feel good. Let's go. But Greg. Do we have some video game news to get my blood uh, pumping? Of course we do. Let's talk about the surprise Doom drops. One less reason to hate Epic Games and more. Because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can give us questions, comments, concerns, bad screen names. Not PSN names anymore. Shuhei doesn't hate us anymore. And I miss it. I didn't yeah. think I'd miss it, mm -hmm. but it became part of my life, and now I miss it. And everything else under the video game sun, then tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you. Is that thing happening tomorrow? With the on our channels, that's new. That we're gonna do Andy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he well, said it was gonna happen to me in the car yesterday, but I didn't talk to you about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. it's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, just tomorrow. Yeah, just a thing we're doing tomorrow. We're we're doing yeah. it on tomorrow. Just a thing. Just yeah. a, a drop, right? Yeah. YouTube.com like slash kind of funny games. Just like a uh, tomorrow. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Something special for you. What? That's all what we're gonna say. That's all we're gonna say. Yeah. It's not a. It's not like a big deal. Don't like make a big deal about it. But like, so there's new. There's Saturday content. Saturday content for you. Why not try it out? You know what I mean. Put it on. See if you like it. If not, return it. Pooping them. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Colton Yoder, Blackjack, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Brooklyn and Experian, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper what, Report. What was the story there? Time for some news. Like in your head, was it shoes that you bought? Four items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. You what? bought shoes? You're going to return them and then poop in them, but what was the order? <laughs> I, was it shoes? Can we clarify that? I thought I said pants. Oh, okay. And, we, and then return them, but you would have already pooped in them. So you're returning soiled pants. I missed the pants part. Maybe I didn't say I it. I don't know that I you did. I think you just said, like, buy it, return it, <laughs> poop in it. Play it back, people. What hey, you, you know what? <sighs> I don't give a shit. It's Friday. <laughs> Fuck off, everybody. I got a cool new wing shirt. Yeah. Uh, number one on the Roper Report. 
We have some surprise Doom drops for you. Matt Perslow has got the story from IGN. Uh, the original three Doom games are now available on Nintendo Switch, marking the 25th anniversary of the influential first-person shooter classic. Uh, Craig's reading ahead real quick, because these are on PSN 2. The problem was that... Here, here I'll give you the rundown before I even get into the story from IGN. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, out of the blue, while we were asleep, I guess, or way late last night... Over on the uh, Nintendo UK store, guess what happens? Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom 3 all pop up on uh, uh, having pages. Doom 3, that's cool. People write in, like, not good, but but cool. (laughs) They write in, hey, it's all happening. These articles get posted. As soon as the articles can get up, it's taken down. So people then put up the story, hey, it's QuakeCon this weekend. Are they about to drop them? There's a big Doom thing after the keynote today. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Mm. And then as I put that in there, I was like, hey, maybe this is going to happen. It actually happened. But then I know it's on PlayStation as well because that's where I grab my prices. So, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's now available on Nintendo Switch and uh, PS4. The original 1993 uh, game, which went on to be pr- to practically define the FPS genre, is available on Switch and comes with the Thy Flesh Consumed expansion, as well as local four-player co-op and deathmatch modes. This is all $4.99. And this is a PlayStation price. I assume it's the same on Nintendo. And this is U.S. price. Doom 2 is also available, once again featuring 4-player, multiplayer, and co-op, along with the master levels. 20 additional levels created by the community under supervision from the original developers. Again, $4.99. Finally, you can also pick up 2004's Doom 3, which offers a survival horror-ish take on the original Doom story. It includes both the Resurrection of Evil and the Lost Missions expansion packs. This is $9.99. This is likely the first of many Doom stories to arrive this weekend, as this year's QuakeCon is very focused on Doom and the upcoming Doom Eternal. 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 Uh, Here's my thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like you and your Nintendo brethren, right? Mm -hmm. You just buy the same games over and over over again. You know what I mean? I am 1000% buying Doom 1 and Doom 2 for the Switch just to have to fuck around. Old school. I have so many good memories of those. I remember that. Those were like a big deal to have on my PC back in the day and be playing in there. My mom freaked out when she saw how violent they were. So. Yeah. Uh, what, you had a joke about Doom 3. I don't. I know nothing about Doom 3. Well, Doom 3 was kind of, I mean, joke aside, yeah. I feel like it's it's impressive that Doom 3 is part of this collection. I think it's really cool as well. Not a collection. They're all Doom, individual. Or individual. Just put them in collection just clarifying, just clarifying. Yeah. Uh, Doom 1 and 2, it's like, okay, cool. Those being ported to, to Switch or P- PlayStation or any system, it's like, all right, cool. We, we see retro games like that a lot. I like seeing that era of the PS2, GameCube, Xbox era games being being ported because it's sure. rare that we see that. Capcom does it every once in a while, but besides that, like it's... It's not like something that that is commonplace, right? And I'd yeah. love to see more of those games come back. Doom three, the the joke there, just like you know, it, it was kind of not. I feel like it didn't live up to the hype uh, of what people wanted the game to be, and it was it was very different. It was more survival horror, it yeah, was more as they say here, and and that was cool, but it was very dark. Like there, when the game launched specifically, I remember there being a lot of launch it, or a lot of issues with the. Uh, the flashlight like needing the flashlight made it not fun it's like doom people didn't want survival horror from doom they wanted doom, doom double doom, double right? uh, big guns double barrel shotguns yeah having said that i'll never forget 2004 i guess it was when doom 3 came out on pc and it was one of those uh showcase games where yeah. I, I would me and Curran would go to best buy and like look at the high-end pc and be able to to demo doom 3 and it was just 
mind blowing. Like it looked so real. It looked so <laughs> good, you know. And it, it's I just pulled it up right now, and it's just so funny to see four by three. Like, yeah, yeah, totally, like totally. What the, what the peak of graphics? I'm used watching to look the trailer like. right now uh, on Doom's Twitter official, which says, "Play the games that started it all. Doom, Doom Two, and Doom Three are available now on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PS4." Worth pointing out, Doom One and Doom Two, Apple Store and Google Play as well. Cool. So there you go for more clarification. That's the thing is, I, I at no point expect to buy doom one and doom two and beat them again but i do want to do it just to run through and be like oh man i remember playing this i remember what a big deal it was to get this up and running on my shitty pc i had when i was you know in my mom's computer room or whatever yeah how many floppies did it take i don't even remember and it's you know what i mean but it was a lot i'll tell Mm -hmm. you what god i hate floppy drives god i hate that's the thing is that do you understand and you don't play i get it your hatred for pc stemmed from it's just the fact that that's still how pc gaming is you still need all those floppy disks to put in there. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't know if you know this. Oh, that's where you that's know, where they hide the dot exes you need, the direct uh, x uh, sound files hide or whatever the, the fuck you need. They hide <laughs> them. <laughs> they don't make it extremely easy to click download. <laughs> Double click on it, it opens. <laughs> There's the uh, little checkbox. Do you want to make this easier for yourself? <laughs> it's up to you. No, no, no. Uh, if I, yeah, I was talking to Kevin about this today. Uh, we got an early morning package here, and it was uh, the Doom package, basically, of uh, hard copy games. So we got a PC version of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Wolfenstein, of uh, Wolfenstein cool. uh, New Blood, right? Then we got two Switch copies, and then we got a PS VR disc for CyberPilot or whatever it's called. Oh. Cracks me up, though, that we're in still in this such a weird transition period that you, the the Nintendo Switch boxes at the top have a giant white banner that say no game included just download code like god damn it why why does that need to, like, it sucks why? at people god you still got to see that in the store to understand hey there's a game out for a franchise I theoretically really like and I'd love to see it you know mm-hmm. they're never going to make it easy never never easy not as easy but as I'm excited to play some Die, you know what I mean Tim mm-hmm but this is you? great. Good. I'm very, very proud of them doing this. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not that big of a Doom guy. Yeah. Uh, at least not old school Doom. Sure. For sure. New school Doom, yeah. Um, I like the new school one a lot. Are you, are you excited I'm for Eternal? We never talk about it. Yes, I am excited for Eternal. Yeah, you totally sold the Celeste style, like jumping around. Yeah. 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 3D. Ooh, let's go, baby. I'm in for that. Okay. Fast paced action. It was just, yeah, the Doom 3, I remember being kind of like very excited for it because I was itching for new Xbox games at yeah. the time. And uh, I just remember kind of going through it and being like, Whew. that was especially the time when. Uh, like Unreal Championship was popping out. Oh yeah, you know? dude! And it was just like Holy that. Shit. I was like, okay, baby. And of course, Halo. But the Doom kind of just fell into a place where it felt more like a beautiful tech demo than something that I enjoyed. I understand that. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm ex- I, I still need to. You know, we talked about it on the Gamescast and here on Games Daily, How right? Where review? after E3, uh, playing through Doom 2016, right? I still need to finish Doom 2016 before I get to Doom Eternal. I think, but I was having such a good time with it. I need to. Yeah. Um. What's going on? What Eight five on? for Doom three. Yeah, cool. I mean, it's just that classic case of not you know not being what people want, right? I think Wolfenstein's suffering from that right now. The mm-hmm. the new young blood, yeah. right? Where it's like, cool, Wolfenstein one, Wolfenstein two, or you know, and I'm talking about obviously the yeah. reboot Wolfenstein's deliver on a very specific vision of what people want from those kind of shooters. Awesome, and then this one drops and like we're trying co op and we're putting in RPG mechanics and stuff, and people are like, this is uh, not what I want necessarily. And how does that? How what is that? We've seen what that means critically and what that means for a review score, but what is that going to mean next week when I think people have really had a chance to sink their teeth into it this weekend? Mm-hmm. I still want to try it with Jen. You know what I mean? Run around and shoot some stuff, see what's up. 
Number two on the Roper Report is an expansion on a story that we put actually was in a you're wrong earlier in the week that we said, oh, this happened, and then we never actually talked about it. So here's just to get it out there. Corsair acquires Origin. This is Brent Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz. The PC gaming hardware market saw a bit of a consolidation this week as parts and peripherals maker Corsair has announced the acquisition of pre-built system seller Origin PC. Quote, with the gaming PC market continuing to expand as an increasing number of players make the jump from console to PC. That can't be right. Is that right, Barrett? <laughs> that can't that be right. Wait, what? That seems like propaganda. I don't trust that. <laughs> we wanted to do more to reach customers in North America that prefer to buy rather than that build their system. Right. It just seems illogical. Corsair founder and CEO Andy Paul said, with Origins PC expertise in personalized custom gaming systems and Corsair strength in performance PC hardware and the IQ software. No, it's not IQ. It's I-C-U-E uh, software ecosystem. We're excited to combine our efforts to create new world-class gaming experiences for PC players, end quote. While Corsair products, like the aforementioned IC or IQ uh, system and its Hydro X series custom cooling range will be integrated into some Origin PC systems, the two brands will remain largely separate. P, uh, Origin PC will remain based out of its Miami, Florida offices and handle its own sales, warranty, and customer support operations. Meanwhile, Corsair will continue to offer its own range of pre-built gaming PCs. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Two names we know well. Uh, two names I'm a big fan of. Corsair and the RAM has been very important to this company for a very long time. Uh, Origin as well, you know. Like we Origin, of course, yeah. The people who gave us run off of yeah, their if, laptops. If you remember when we started kind of funny in 2015, they were the ones who did a deal, cut us a deal and got us the giant tower for streaming, got us all laptops we could work on because IGN owned all the stuff we used to work on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I actually am a really big fan of, of both of them. Um, Origin, I think, allows a lot of customization for, for people like me that would that want that, you know, to be able to go in and have the minutia of all the different PC parts for, yeah. for high-end video editing machines or for gaming or whatever it is. And Coursera, I've always kind of seen as like, they're, they're good at kind of the, the smaller, more detailed things. Yeah. Like Origin is the overall. Coursera is the like, their RAM's great. Their cooling system's great. All that. I like the peripherals. So, I, I, for and, a long yeah, time, used the Corsair headset at, at All at that home. stuff. Like, um, I, I have preferences outside of that for when it comes to those type of things. Well, like not Astro, pretty much. Probably. Um, but I, I do think that this is good, and it's going to strengthen the brand, uh, especially of Origin, uh, to have the, the, the Corsair kind of fine-tuning of, of some of the, the components. We'll see them working together and what that will yeah. actually net out to, right? And, you know, this I don't think is that surprising of a, a move. Uh, it reminds me a bit of Alienware and Dell back in the day. Mm, and it's like sure. that, you know, those are two sides of a very similar coin. And I feel like both of those brands strengthened each other where Alienware was this, up, you know, in the beginning, this obnoxious gamer brand. Gamers. Like, but it's like that. I feel like that was necessary at the time for to differentiate, to differentiate and for people to understand what it meant, especially in a time when Dell was so focused on owning the kind of look of people's office wear. You know, mm, it's like yeah, everyone yeah. had that of some variation of the charcoal gray tower um, from Dell, both workstations at work or home office situations and i think that them acquiring the alienware brand allowed them to be like no no but look we can also be cool and fun sure but it also allowed alienware to be like no no but look we can, can also, also be adult, be adult. Yeah, yeah. and i that helped both of them out um very much to this day and i think that this is a very similar but different story um but i'm stoked to see what comes from this because i like both companies parts. have always been good and kind of funny. I wish them well on their journey together into matrimony and eventually when they make a console, because clearly that's what... I don't know whether this is a lie. 
people are more and more going from console to PC. I can't be right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it, it I don't has to that. be right. Number three. It has to be right. Number three. <laughs> One less reason to hate the Epic Store. Uh, Tim Sweeney was ta- responded to a fan on Twitter, and he said this. Cloud saves are enabled for a couple of new games right now. We have a bit more work to do before rolling it out more widely. So, of course, as you know, there is the Epic Game Store. Uh, a lot of people hate it for a variety of reasons. One of it being it doesn't have a million different features, like a cart and this and uh, uh, cloud saves. And as Epic's been very clear and transparent about with their own Trello that's public of what's coming, what they're working on. Looks like Cloud Saves uh, already enabled for some games and around the corner for the rest of them, as we've all been predicting. Whereas if you're sitting there saying, well, you hate the Epic Store because of this problem, I get it, but it's in a year going to be a moot point. All this, sh- like m- the majority of this should be fixed, right, Tim? Oh, yeah. Moot point. Great words. Thank you very much. I Word. like that. Remember growing up and you thought it was a moot point? No. I did too. <laughs> also, ends meet. I, I thought- hate you. I did too. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> ends meat was another one that confused me as a kid because I always thought it was like meat like you know like a steak so it was the end of the meat huh. you know but it's really making ends meat where like, ends meat yeah 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 right I never thought about it kids <laughs> kids you know dumb. About it. Yeah, don't no. have them <laughs> <laughs> number four discord is adding folders to discord or discord as I called it earlier uh, Austin Goslin at Polygon writes one of discord's most requested features is finally being added. The company announced on Thursday afternoon that it is bringing server folders to Discord to help users keep their server list a little more organized. The announcement came via a short and odd YouTube video on Discord's official channel. <laughs> Discord is long touted itself as one of the most popular places on the internet to build communities and interact with fellow members of a fandom. But organization has never been a strong suit for the app. With dozens of servers to tra- keep track of, navigating Discord could become a painful experience. But the new folder feature should help out a little bit. The folders themselves work exactly the way you would expect. You can drag and drop servers into different folders, rename or color code each folder, and even dismiss notifications by folder. Folders will also be synced across devices, including the browser version of Discord, the desktop app, and the mobile app to make sure you stay organized wherever you're at. Wow. That's helpful. It is. Whenever I turn on Discord for the one or two times I need it a year, it's always like, what the fuck? Why is this so? Why are there this many faces? Why? What was going on? Too many faces. Too, got too many faces. Now you get the faces in the folders. I know. Now you just put everything into one folder that says bullshit. Ignore. <laughs> I don't even know. You know what I mean? More power to you. I'll see you on Reddit. Tim. Yeah. I'm excited to see Discord and the Epic mm. Game Store continue to improve, but that's going to take time. It's so far away. It's so far away. <laughs> if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mom and Grof shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. It's a big day for some reason. Kill a Kill the Game, PS4, Switch, and PC. DK, Xbox One. Remothered Tormented Fathers, Switch. That's a name. Uh, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot, PSVR, PC VR. Wolfenstein Youngblood, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Get on, on it, motherfuckers. It's Fire Emblem Day. Tetsumo Party, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Titans Pinball on Switch. Garage Mechanic Simulator on Switch. Sheep in Hell. That's right. Sheep in Hell on Switch. Cedars Puzzle Reboot on Switch. Dark Bestiary on PC and Mac. Stormtail on PC and Mac. Post-Soviet Zombies on PC. <laughs> Bandits on PC. Nighton Plus on PC. Next challenge. Oh, there's a new challenge in Days Gone. This week it's clear. 300 of uh, Freaker Horde, uh, but it's got a bunch of caveats you can read about in the PlayStation blog. 
And then this, of course, is from the Xbox.com. Uh, Starting today is a free content update. Experienced Black Desert Adventurers can awaken the ninja class in the newest update. That lets you play with new skills and abilities to deliver devastating damage in addition to new world bosses that offer mighty weapon drops and a powerful piece of equipment to aid you in your adventure. Uh, Bear, what do you got from me here for games we call that? Oh, you got uh, Sheep in Hell? This is Sheep in Hell. Is it just a Sheep in Hell? Because it kind of looks like it's just a Sheep in Hell. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know. Oh, am I a wolf? I'm a wolf, though? I, th- I think so. I'm the wolf. I I, you're the wolf. So I'm ch- oh, you know what? Scroll down. You're a wolf, and you've been bad. That's why you've been put in the deepness of a hell plagued with your most hated enemies, the sheep. But they're not normal sheep. No. They're possessed demonic sheep and won't hesitate to try to kill you. So run and defend yourself, because after all, a wolf is by nature a predator, not a prey. Break through the dungeons, solve challenges, and escape this hell if you can. <laughs> oh my god. This hell. God bless you. God bless you, sheep in hell. Go get it, everybody. Go get it. New dates. Tribes of Midgard's open beta launches today. Well, that's not today. It's Friday and the wheels are off, if you can't tell. And it's a slow We're just news going, day. Man. Dude, Let's jump in decline. to Reader Mail. But first, I'll tell you about our sponsors. I'm starting with Experian. You know the better your credit score, the easier it is to get the stuff you want or the less you have to pay. So the question is, why is it so hard to raise your credit score? Now it won't be thanks to Experian. They've launched Experian Boost, a brand new way to instantly increase your credit scores for free. A higher credit score can help you establish and get access to credit and preferred rates for the things you want and need in life. Experian is on a mission to help boost America's credit score, which will help millions of people across the country build and get better access to credit. People all across America have already raised their credit scores with Experian Boost, and you should too. For the first time ever, paying your utilities and cell phone bill can instantly improve your credit score. Experian Boost works by giving you credit for the bills you're already paying through your bank account, like water, gas, electric, cable, and cell phone. It used to take months to see your credit score rise a point or two. With Boost, you can increase your credit scores instantly. Boost is free to use and only available from Experian. As I've said before, I had that thing, credit card, closed it out, great. Got a finance charge I never saw. Screwed up my credit. This would have helped me get out quicker. Uh, up until now, you've been paying your utility and cell phone bills and not getting any credit for it. Now you can. We can't believe it's taken this long for someone to do this. What are you waiting for? Experian Boost can potentially help you establish or increase your access to credit. Boost your FICO score instantly for free. Boost is only available at Experian.com slash KFGames. That's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N dot com slash games. Up next, it's Brooklinen. Uh, making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. You spend a third of your life in the sheets. Why don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? And now that warmer weather is here, maybe it's time to switch up your sheets and duvet covers to something a little breezier, lightweight, and soft. Enter Brooklinen.com's newest linen collection with a beautiful assortment of colors. Brooklinen, of course, has more than 35,000 five-star reviews, more than any other online bedding company. Half a million happy, happy sleepers and counting. Tim and I are both those sleepers. It's very true. I'm very comfortable each and every night of my life when have I you, sleep. Have you done the linen stuff yet? We need new bedding. I think I'm going to order some of this linen stuff because it's no, supposed to be super yet. soft and nice. And they've got 12 beautiful linen colors and patterns wow. to choose from. I know. You go on there, you mix and match. You've heard me talk about it before. And then you take photos of your wiener dog in it like I do. Yeah. yeah what? Didn't think I was going to say dog, did you? Yeah. Uh, it's in their name, so you know it's good. Bricklinen's newest uh, linen collection is amazing. Uh, we couldn't recommend the products more, of course. Uh, you, we, they're great for anything. Graduates, newlyweds, friends or family, or treating yourself to the bed, bedroom upgrade you deserve. Bricklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to my listeners. Get 10% off and free shipping when you use the promo code GAMES at Bricklinen.com. Brooklyn is so confident in their product. <laughs> All their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a life 
lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use the promo code GAMES at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code GAMES. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. I'm in a giggly mood. It's okay. a fun day today. Okay, it's a there fun wasn't show. Anything the week's that led there. Well, what it was is that I was like, you know, they have it in here, uh, and I, I, I get to mix and match what I say, and this is the first time this week I've done the whole thing for like, they're good for graduates, newlyweds, friends, or family, and then it start, you start thinking. Of course, with all of our ads, people get locked in of mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't need this, mm-hmm. but then you have people in your lives that need it, and then I just started thinking of funny ways you can give these Brooklyn sheets out, you know what I mean? And any of them. Like, what's a funny way? <laughs> you go on a blind date, and you give them sheets right there. That you know weird. what I mean? A funeral. You give, the, you give the widow the sheets, you know oh, what I mean? Here's some sheets, yeah. Sleep well, she well. doesn't want to sleep on the sheets that uh, she slept on uh, with Good her point. husband. Yeah, there Good you go. Point. There you go. That's you know actually I mean? a great gift uh, for a funeral. So... While you were doing all that, because I know, sure. like so far, we're a little light on show. I was yeah. trying to see if there was any updates. If there was oh, any we stories. got plenty of questions. Kids oh, came okay. through with questions. I got, I got, I got three stories for you though. Three, three stories. Three, like, an update. A to, Tim Tam to report. A story that uh, we were talking a Tim's about today. Baker's dozen. Um, uh, a controversy that is a brew right now. Um, Xbox backwards compatible people with Doom installed do not delete the game because Bethesda straight up yanked it. Oh, interesting. So the old versions of Doom, the original Dooms. That you can get on that you had Xbox. on 360, yeah, yeah okay. that you can get on Xbox One with backwards compatibility. They're gone. So if you delete it or you don't have it currently installed, they're going to be gone. Okay, digital future. Here's mm. some issues. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. So, that's not so, going to that's not that's not going to go well. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see if they they change it or fix it or give vouchers or or not. But there's an update. This comes from Reset Era. Other update: Gary Wood officially going to Pax West. Woo! So there's that. Okay. Does that not do anything for you? Uh, he better come be in the tournament. Should I call, I'll call him right now and make okay. sure we book him immediately okay. on this tournament because I, I, I need. It's one of those things we need. You know, representatives. I need. I need people out there to fight. You know what I mean? To fight. So I can. Cha- I can challenge. He can represent. Kind of funny because I'm hosting and I don't. He need, needs to represent Twitch.tv/slash Gary. That's actually a much better point. Yeah. He's gonna get all mad now too because he thinks I'm just using him for free content. That's his new thing. You know, he gets all pissed off when I do it. But he loves it. He won't admit it. This is the free content hotline. Hey, Gary Witt, it's me, Greg Miller. You're live on Kind of Funny Games Daily with Tim and I. How are you? Yeah, I, I figured as much. What can I do for you? You think this is going to be something dumb. It's not. Uh, Tim gave me some breaking news that you're coming to PAX West. I just tweeted about it, yeah. That's where the news broke. Yeah, I know. We didn't see the write-up on Twinfinite yet. It's going to be the, the first time that I've been... Um, Probably in five, five or six years. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm calling to book you on in the Per Schneider uh, Championship Cup. We do for the for the Intersight Championship. Do you want to participate? Uh, I mean, it sounds like fun. What exactly is it? There's a trophy, and then last year I had what 26 different people from around the the industry come and play for this uh, this cup, and then we write the winner's name on the cup, and they get it for a year. It's a, do you play video games? Or something? Yeah, yeah, you play video games. It's a pain. Uh, yeah, count me in. All right, Saturday at 9 p.m. Are you free? Pack Saturday 9 p.m. Uh, yeah, we'll figure. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, cool. Well, you're you're booked then. All right, you're gonna be representing Twitch.tv slash Gary Witta. Cool. And I've, got, I've actually got a big announcement about uh, about my uh, Pax West uh, thing that I'm gonna reveal to you at a later date. Is it a? Are you on another panel? No, it's bigger bigger than a bigger than a panel, my friend. Are you throwing a party? Wait until, wait until you hear. Well, you just do it now. You're on the show. No, no, no. I've got, I've got to get all my ducks in a row first. Fine. All right. We'll keep 9 p.m. Saturday. Be free. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put a note in the calendar right now. All right. Look, oh, and then we're still planning on you on Monday coming over to do the fishing mode party. Oh, that's Monday? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what time would that be? Uh, I don't know. I'll talk to you after the show. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. 
That's how we get things done here. I love right? him. God bless him. Yep. Do we have any other? Do we need to call Fran for anything? <laughs> and then the last thing I got for you, Greg, sure. uh, is this is this was actually posted last night on Reset Era, mm-hmm. and the third title is just speculation. Uh, Devil May Cry Five is approaching three million units sold. Resident Evil Two has sold over four million. Cap God is raking in the cash. Um, the research. This comes from Capcom. Working casual. Not sure what that is. But mm-hmm. the resurgence of Osaka-based Capcom is one of the most uplifting stories of the current generation. Last year's, yes, I'm doing it, last year's monstrous hit, hey. Monster Hunter World, continues its momentum as it amazingly hit 13 million units sold just this past week, widening its margin as the company's best-selling game ever. January's Resident Evil 2 remake is the fifth best-selling title of the first half of 2019 in the States, according to the NPD, and has eclipsed 4 million units as of last count. March's Devil May Cry 5 showed well at launch and is estimated to be nearing the the 3 million unit threshold. Continued sales of these should make for solid results in the quarter ending in June, though I'm actually more interested in where executives go with the guidance, especially in light of Monster Hunter World's Iceborne expansion due out in September. Cool stuff. Indeed. Yeah. I got one more for you. Sure. Uh, For Doom 1 and 2, so far on Switch, uh, this comes from Nibel on Twitter, uh, Nibelian. Uh, That's why they shouldn't do this. You know, they put the, the there's just shadow dropping these games while we're doing the show. Right. You know, exactly. I can't I can't catch all this. Uh, no, but that's what call Greg before the show. Is that that hard? Why is Gary Witt teasing? No, oh, anyways, go ahead. Well, this was 27 minutes ago. It looks like uh, Doom One and Two require you to log into your Bethesda account before you can play. Uh, after your initial login, you can play it offline as well. Doom Three requires you to log into your Bnet account to access certain features and or content. So, so I have to log into my Bethesda account? Yes. It's like a weird choice. Very weird. Yeah. I don't like that one bit. Yeah. But I just do it once and it's done. Uh, it, it seems like for Doom 1 and 2, it looks like after you do that, you can play it offline so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I think what it, it does is it makes you log in every time to connect to online. That's weird. That's how it seems like a weird choice. The wording here makes it seem like that, but I don't know. Okay. It's, it's breaking stuff, you know. Yeah, we'll of course. We'll out. figure it out as we yeah. go. Just seems like there's a lot of. A lot of controversy already about this Doom stuff. Yeah. Seems pretty easy. Put fucking Doom out. There you go. Yeah. Seems Doom's doomed out. from the start. That's what I'm talking about. You know Thank what I mean? Thank you. Friday content, bitches. <laughs> Ignacio Rojas writes in to patreon.com slash games just like you can and should and says. Watch shaking, Greg and Tim. So yesterday, Nintendo released a video in which we got to see what the gameplay will be like for the upcoming Pokemon Masters game. So far, it seems like a more streamlined version of the core games, ditching turns in favor of an attack cooldown system similar to that of Final Fantasy VII. Tim, with what you've seen, do you think this is the right way to go when bringing Pokemon to phones? We've seen Nintendo do a similar streamlining with other games they've brought to phones. What other franchises from Nintendo or others would you guys want to see get a similar treatment? How would you adapt the game for a phone? Anyways, until next time, keep on dunking. Good oration reference. There you go. I did not see this video. Mm-hmm. I'm too. I'm in love with Pokemon Go. I don't need Pokemon Masters. Yeah. What is Pokemon uh, Masters? So what there's this, a 20 minute like? gameplay. Uh-huh. Like the first 20 minutes of the game are out on the internet now, so you can watch them. I just skimmed through it right before the show because I was unaware of that until we read Mr. Ignacio Rojas' question. Uh, looking through it, he kind of nailed the description of it. The gameplay in, of the battle systems is reminiscent of Final Fantasy VII in the way that there is a like active time battle type gauge okay. that, that goes where you can't attack until it's a your, certain amount your of time goes up then you can go you have your three pokemon but this game's different than a core pokemon title uh where it's you with your six monsters versus someone else with their six monsters it's each person has their has one pokemon tied to them with one move only okay your team is three people 
with three Pokemon. So do I need three? So I need two other humans to play, or do I just... uh, it's uh, okay. computer? It seems, okay. Okay. but like your team is three Pokemon masters. It's sure. not Pokemon. So your team gotcha. would be okay. Brock and Misty and the protagonist, right? Mm-hmm. Versus three other Pokemon masters that each have one Pokemon to represent them, and uh, it seems like the the masters have their strengths and weaknesses, and then the Pokemon have an additional one, and that's kind of where the depth comes in. Okay, you get to choose who attacks where and whatever. Pretty. Standard Pokemon stuff, just with a different coat of paint on it. Okay. Um, it this looks like a good one-handed adaptation of what a Pokemon Core game could play like on mobile. Okay. So I'm not I'm not going to write it off entirely yet. The idea of Masters is really cool to me. I like the idea of let's take a bunch of the the main characters from all the different Pokemon games and some of fan favorites, like uh, a lot of the gym leaders, like the more obscure ones, or a lot of the league members and stuff, that, like. You know, I nerd out over that type of lore and like seeing those characters return and what they're up to. But this does kind of scream non-canon, uh, gotcha. which kind of just makes it all feel a little like, well, this isn't quite what I want. It's almost there, yeah. you know. And then changing it up. What do uh, you want? I would, I would want to, something that like feels like it's it's canon, and I, that might sound stupid to other people, but it's like I like these characters. They built them up, and seeing them come back for some of them the first time ever, it's like I'd want it to be a bit more substantial than this which feels like an entire spin-off just other thing but the idea of pokemon masters could be epic and cool yeah this just seems like oh we're making a mobile game you okay. know and in terms of the gameplay it's like yeah i would rather it be a bit more traditional and, and core so is and i say that based on fire emblem not being my uh cup of tea fire emblem heroes when fire emblem should be perfect one-handed mobile mm. grid-based choose your path go attack little bite-sized uh, battles. That would be awesome. Over time, perm- permadeath things, situations where you have to really care about your units over time. I'd love that, but Heroes is a bit more of just like a gotcha game with really, like, really scaled back Fire Emblem gameplay. Yeah. And so because of that, I stopped playing pretty early on. I know pretty much nothing about Masters. Is it just battling, or is there exploring and walking? And so it, from what I saw here, it's just battling with then just a lot of text story stuff. Gotcha. And from what they showed... Very early in the game, it's the first 20 minutes of the game, but what I'm seeing is like it's the tutorial stuff, which is everyone's least favorite part of these Pokemon games. So sure. hopefully once you get through that, it kind of can ramp up a bit from what I've seen. I'm stoked to play it, but I don't see myself like committing to this as like a lifelong adventure the yeah. way that I want these Nintendo mobile games to be. You, you want to play I, them I want forever, something right? that's like, yeah, always in my pocket that I'm always thinking about getting back to, you know? Okay. Um, I why, hope I'm wrong. Why did Pokemon Go never catch for you? Just, uh, I mean, it did for a while, but then it's just like you know, at the end of the day, like it took way too long for them to get any type of gameplay sure. into the game. Okay, um, so I think that was a big, a big reason. Also, just sucked my battery, and like the fun of it went away after a while. Yeah. Um, what was the last Pokemon you think you loved? Pokemon game? Yeah. Would you put? I mean, not not Let's Go. Right? I mean, uh, I don't think you didn't like Let's Go. I like Let's Go a lot. I I think that X and Y was the last time that I felt like, oh man, I fucking love Pokemon. They're crushing it right Looking now. back on it, I didn't. I don't love X and Y as much. Okay. Um, but when it first came out, that it was definitely. I just feel like Pokemon has this magic about it that no matter how old I get and no matter how like samey it can be, and like yeah. looking at the franchise, being like, ugh, is that another Pokemon? Like I'm looking at Sword and Shield right now, and I'm just like, okay. You know, yeah. But when it comes out, if everyone around me is like as into it as I think they're going to be, I think it's going to grab me in the same way that X and Y. When we were at IGN, everybody went from like eh, whatever to play, it, and it's just like that was the talk of the office. Sure, everybody yeah, yeah, was playing it, yeah. all the way back to 
Gen 3 with Ruby and Sapphire, like being in middle school, it was a weird thing for me where, you know, elementary school was totally dominated by Pokemon, red and blue and gold and silver, where sure. everyone loved it. It was the coolest thing ever. But then you get to middle school and we're sixth graders and it was like, we're supposed to be cool. We're not supposed to like this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And you fell off. And then by eighth grade, it's not that we fell off. It's just that, you know, it was kind of like a, not, it wasn't a secret. But and it's not like we were like closeted Pokemon fans, but it was like we the dark we weren't just constantly talking about Pokemon all the time. Sure. We're talking about girls, you know. Sure. And then eighth grade comes around and Ruby and Sapphire came out. And then all of a sudden it was just revealed where everyone's like, oh, we don't know. We all love this thing. Like, okay. Fuck girls. Yeah. <laughs> we're, you know, we're playing Pokemon, baby. You yeah, know? And yeah. I just feel like I've seen that moment happen almost every generation. And uh, I think that a lot of it has to do with new hardware uh, Pokemon games. So that Ruby and Sapphire was the first GBA one. Then uh, when we got X and Y, it was the first 3DS one. And now with this being the first Switch one, well, pretty much the first yeah. Switch one. I think that it the might first real one. stoke that for me. But we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Up next, Fendi writes in to patreoncom games and says, "Hey guys." I recently tried out PS Now, and it turns out it's great. Yep. The only problem is its price. Yep. $19.99 per month? That's absurd. Is there any possibility of PlayStation dropping the price during the console transition or in some sort of bundle with PlayStation Plus to compete with Xbox Game Pass? Thanks for everything you do, Fendi. 100%. Yeah, of course. I think, I, I think that during the transition, it will drop. There will be a new subscription. I don't think it's going to be called PS Now. You think they're going to do away with the name? And they everything? have to. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think they've the bad taste in people's mouths, and I just think that it doesn't describe what the service actually is going to be to the people that are buying it. Interesting. That's the biggest thing with it. I think they definitely are going. I think they've let it rest on its laurels for so long. They've built the library. They've worked on the infrastructure. They've done all this different stuff with it. That I do think they're going to come out with PlayStation if. And I, I, they have to, right? But if they want to compete on this front, which they have to, I think at the PlayStation Five announcement, when and maybe not the one if they do it like PlayStation Four, where like here's what the tech looks like, mm-hmm. and then maybe not there. But when they're actually ready to talk about PlayStation Five and show the thing, I think it's definitely one of the many features there. I think they, I don't know if they need to change the name if they are just like PlayStation Now has because PlayStation we've done it before as a Games Daily story, right? That it actually has a gajillion subscribers. It's more, it has more subscribers than Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, bigger install base, yada yada yada, but. It does have a whole bunch of people that are subscribing to it and are enjoy it, you you assume, because they keep subscribing. I think they could come out and be like, "It's PlayStation Now has been revamped. It's this the whole thing. It's going to be integrated from the get-go with PlayStation 5. It is cheaper. It is integrated with your PlayStation Plus, or it yeah. is a drastic discount if you have PlayStation Plus. I just think new is exciting, right? And yeah. new, new gives you a, a, a refresh point to jump on and explain what things are. And I think that Sony needs that uh, right now and will need it to have a streaming platform or whatever it ends up being like with all the different things included that makes sense and i think that when we see netflix now it's like people understand what that is then when uh google or sorry not google um when disney disney plus it's like that there's like terminology that's starting to be used that people like can associate with services and like oh yeah. i understand what this means hbo max it's like oh, okay there was already hbo go and hbo whatever but it's like hbo max like all right cool i get what this is going to be and i think that playstation just needs to to come up with something that could be a thing i think even playstation plus would be stronger than playstation now even if you just took the now and brought it into plus plus and that'd be the hope that yeah like they give you a reason to be like why PlayStation Plus or whatever subscription. That would be the thing. If they really wanted to get nuts with it, it would be 
killing PlayStation Plus and killing PlayStation Now and making one unified PlayStation service. Mm-hmm. The issue there is that what does that do for people who are still playing on PS4, right, that aren't making the jump? Hmm. I think that's a harder sell to them in terms of hmm. you're not starting from scratch, right? Yeah. It's also worth pointing out, I think, too, just Fendi's question that he's talking about it being 20 bucks a month. He's talking about if you buy it every month. You buy a one-month subscription every month, right? Yeah. As you, you, when you get the 12-month subscription, it's 100 bucks. So, like, there's a di- price difference there, right, if you wanted to commit. And I understand, but that's how every subscription yeah, service yeah, yeah. is, that you totally get screwed if you want to do it by month or the three months. Like, yeah. the biggest plan is the cheapest plan. If it was me, I'd just call it PlayStation Game Pass. Really? Yeah. You'd be wow. that transparent about it? No way. Sony's got way too much hubris for that. I get, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying, like, that they will. I'm saying yeah, that yeah. they should. Yeah. Like, I think that it's just like the the more transparent and clear you can be about what the product is. I always talk about it. It's like whenever we were coming up with names for shows, it's like, what is the show? Just call it that. Well, that's why I think it'd be cool to call it the PlayStation library. Library is not sexy. I guess that'd be the problem, sexy right? Librarians though. Yes, that is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had one named Ted. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, but that would be my thing is I know library isn't sexy, but I also think it's, sp- it speaks to what it is mm-hmm. like, right? Like you, you, everyone understands the concept of a library. All right. And like, you gave me the Tim eyes right there. Like, <laughs> like bullshit. Everyone understands the concept <laughs> no. of a library, right? Well, to be able I, to walk in. Are you only saying that though? Because I'm saying they've done I want that to st- before. The instant game library. No, I'm not. I'm not even hung up on that there? part of it as much as I'm trying to say. Because I, I feel like it was brilliant marketing. I'm trying to say, how do we say PlayStation? Uh, was it was it was everywhere too? Not just. I know, but I feel like for the Vita, it was definitely a like that yeah. was a, a one of the few selling points. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to hear some uh, some suggestions from the chat? Why yes. not, Barrett? Open it up. To uh, not the Lysander says PlayStation Go, which I don't think really gets the point across. Uh, PD Popoff says PlayStation Pass. Uh, Wolf Small says PS Play Pass. And then STV21 has my favorite one, PlayStation Access. Mm, PlayStation Access isn't bad. All yeah. of those, I think, are in line with the point that I'm making. Of like, It needs to describe the current climate of what is going on. Like, even Go, I think, works because it's kind of just like... It'd be cool if they went back to Instant Game Collection. Yeah. I, I think they've there's been enough time between that mm-hmm. especially if you did it where and i don't even understand how playstation plus right has been not on the ropes but i i mean from the beginning everybody is always like oh man this month sucks when they've been great but then the last one right where they had to pull pez to the last second and put detroit in there clearly they heard everybody being like this sucks and they're like oh fuck like if they got to it and even if, if this would work for playstation 4 even they do get to playstation 5 and they're like we are taking playstation plus and taking playstation now combining them into PlayStation library, PlayStation service, PS, you know, Games Pass, whatever the hell you want to call it. The PlayStation Play Pass, I do really like. You like the PlayStation? Yeah. PS Play Pass? PSPS. Oh. You had to think it out there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. PlayStation Play Pass. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You don't need it. You can just call it the PSP, PlayStation Play Pass. I don't know if they're going to want to do that. They should, man. Bring it back. No. You know what I mean? PlayStation. What if they did that and they're like, when they come out and they're like, we're bringing back, we're bringing back the PSP. And it goes, Poof, PlayStation oh, Play Pass. Oh, Racer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcus pops up. Mm-hmm. Step your game up. All right, well, let's go back to the news. <laughs> uh, Brian Scola writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says with August right around the corner and the upcoming release of astral chain. I can't help but wonder what do you guys think of it? I can't recall any of your opinions and I for one am excited about a new IP from Nintendo. I'm sorry, a new IP on Nintendo and this one looks super stylish too. Do you guys think it will be a big hit or a quick flash in the pan? 
I I definitely have my eyes on this one. It's a game that I'm looking forward to a lot. Everything yeah. that we've seen of it, it just looks cool. It That's the thing about cool. it. I I had rem- done the research this morning of opening back up because I remember doing our Nintendo reacts and stuff and seeing it pop up and I knew it was a name and I didn't know much about it. Looking at it again today, I was like, oh shit, this does look really good. Yeah. Like what? It's like futuristic Futur- third person platinum. action. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a platinum You're game. You're like police officers or some kind of weird force. Yeah. And it's like I'm I'm totally a neon a lot of neon a lot of japanese influence i'm like cool this looks rad as hell um so i'm I'm hoping it's good i just think that we've seen platinum games in recent years kind of be hit or miss and this being a new ip i think that they're gonna like put their their a game into it um it's always been interesting to me that this game's coming out before bayonetta 3 Mm. um but i i think that that's for a reason we i don't know what that reason is yet but i think that they believe in this game. I think August is going to be a good time for it. Yeah. Um, Barry, can you pull up the E3 trailer I just sent to you? Sent yeah. to control. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping that it's something real special. I, I can see this game either being a an 8 or a 9.5. And I think really? that's going to be a real big difference, even though it doesn't sound like it. Barry's bringing up the trailer now. That's the thing. When I look at it, what I get is I get... Um, ah, fuck. Vanquish? No, well, no. I mean, you can see that, but going through... Can you show it to them? Sorry. Um, the Vita game I love. Freedom. Oh, Wars. Freedom Wars. Yeah. It, I get that kind of vibe from it, right? Of like, it looks like it's this weird mashup of what a special elite force that has the astral chain that gets to go in and fight these crazy ass demons, but they look like demon cops or some kind of crap. And there's a dog, too. There's a dog, too? They, I did not yeah, know. Yeah, it's because like a robo dog. Yeah. But I like, this is my preferred. You know, way to play games, third person action perspective, right? Like, I like that. I like being over the shoulder. And you usually don't like the Devil May Cry Bayonet, like, super stylish action in games, but yeah. I think that this. It looks well, like what it's it got looks a, like is it slows it down just a bit, exactly, so it's not Exactly. It looks more like third person action than it does, like, a f- straight up, like, DMC we're running around doing. So something. cool. That looks awesome. Like, this whole thing looks really cool. And, like, it looks like it's got that more of a modern take on it, but not super futuristic. It's futuristic, obviously, yeah. right? But it looks like it could still be happening in our world. And the Astral Chain reminds me so much of the Thorn from Freedom Wars. So what? I have what is it? I have like a I have I have a dude attached to me. Mm-hmm. Your Astral. Is he a ghost? He's a chain. Is he my Pokemon? Do I catch him? Because yeah, I know Pokemon now. I don't think so. All right, now we're in the Horizon area. I mean, that looks yeah. really cool. I want to play it. So that's why you haven't heard about it. I think Brian is just there's been so many other games out right now as we lead up to it. On top of it, I, I just haven't played it before. I haven't seen it at a demo or anything like that. I haven't either. I don't think it's been. Demo, yeah. yeah. As far as I know, mm-hmm. like we see, we saw it during a Nintendo Direct. Was it, it wasn't at like uh, E3, was it? No, it no. wasn't. We saw it in Nintendo Direct, and then we saw it at E3. Uh, I mean, the during E3's Direct, but sure. I don't think anyone's played it. Huh. All right, I'm looking forward to. It. it has my attention, as the kids say. Um, the nanobiologist writes in and says, "Hey, Greg and Tim, happy Friday. Now I love me some Dark Siders, but do I and 499 other people love it enough to pay $380 for the Nephilim?" Is that right? Nephilim uh, edition. This is the first of all $260. This is first of all $260 more than the collector's edition, which also comes with the statue, but also comes with the Darksider board game. Uh, $260 for a board game. Barry, can you bring up this edition? I saw it today. Uh, I understand if it came with a one-to-one model of Strife's gun or even a bust of one of the four Nephilim, but a board game? Other board games that are comparable in price are super limited edition games like Risk Black Ops or ones that take at least eight to 10 hours to complete and have really intricate pieces. Do publishers hike up the price of these items just to ride the high of collector's editions tag or, and make even more money? Or can publishers stop overvaluing something of their merch so that people 
Stop That will probably be sold later at a much lower cost. Thanks, Nanobiologist. So yeah, this is what they put up, right? This Darksiders Genesis, of course, a game that I played at Judges Week and I'm super stoked for, like a weird Darksiders Diablo action-y, maybe even Ultimate Alliance-y kind of thing, walking around co-op, beating the hell out of things. Uh, they put up this, the $300, right? The future, uh, the figure, I should say, of Strife, the board game, uh, the premium box, the steel book, the stickers, the official soundtrack, the official art book. And yeah, this is going to be, they're limiting it to four, uh, 5000 and then yeah it's gonna be 380 dollars that's insane how (laughs) like that is a lot of money for like if you showed me this i'd be like oh this is gonna be a hundred dollars maybe 150 yeah and then no one would buy it for 150 and then you'd go to gamestop and then it would be in the clearance section then you can get it for 60 I think you know that, what I'm talking about, though. Totally right, right. Like, and I, I think that's the thing about it of uh, why it's uh, the way it is. Is that th- the reason it'll sell? Because it will sell. People fucking love Darksiders, right? Mm. And the reason it's going to sell is because it's super limited. It's yeah. five thousand. You've put that on there, so now you've put it on the brain. And like, I think so many people get in their heads about being the biggest fan of something that they want this. They want to be one of the four, the five thousand people to get it, right? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I remember Street Fighter but it, did the exact same thing for some like anniversary and like they put the number on it and it was like like it got me all riled up where I was like, fuck, I kinda want this thing because it's cool. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's in every GameStop. So to, to break it down, right? Like right. game itself, right? Sixty bucks. Sure. An average board game, uh, depending on like the the size and like the expanse of it, uh, I would say about fifty bucks. So you got one hundred and ten right there. And what's confusing me about the board game is is that available anywhere else, or do I only get it through this for the rest of my life? Maybe. Okay. Uh, and then the figure, I don't know how much figures go for. I'm not a huge like buying figures guy. I would say I, that's not going to be a. But I'm saying Hot like toys, sideshow collectibles. Yeah, figure. but like, what what would you put at the the price of a, a of this kind of thing on its own, Tim? On its own, see that's the problem. Is if you were to buy that figure on its own for the quality that I expect it to be, mm. like if it's the quality of the Nathan Drake yeah. one, yeah. it's like on its own, it would sell for what. Forty dollars. Okay. All right. So right. Was, I, I would see it bumped up to sixty, but I'm with but, you. But what I'm, I'm saying is like it's, it wouldn't be worth that. One twenty, right. one seventy. Uh, art book maybe twenty bucks, one ninety. So we are pretty much paying two hundred dollars for these stickers. Hell yeah, dude, stick it up. And I, again, to be clear, because uh, with all due respect to antibiologists, he was dropping news and going off as if we all knew that. Can you leave it up, Barrett? Uh, uh, yeah. The Dark Sider Genesis Collector's Edition is a hundred, and nine or hundred and ten dollars. Right, that has everything but the board game. So for 110, you can get everything but the board game. It comes with the, the game itself, the Strife figure, steelbook, art book, soundtrack, sticker sheet. You're just getting that board game. It's a dope board game. It better be a fucking dope board game. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Is like what the uh, what the fuck is it? Like, do people know what it is? I again, this is me not know, being a Darksiders fan. I'm trying to reach around here. There's already a Darksiders the board game thing. Oh no, it's actually not it's somewhere else. Hmm. I I do think people will buy it, and if it's and if this is the only way to get the board game, I do think. That you'll do it, I, and I, it's you're paying for the exclusivity of it, right? You're paying to be one of these people that has one of the five thousand things. If I had to bet, yeah, lay on this me. is not going to sell. You don't 5, think so? And I, I would bet even more. I don't think there's any way we could find this out. This will not sell five thousand at three hundred eighty dollars. Okay. My next question is: Is it available everywhere? Or is it just through like a THQ website or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, here, get it for. 
clicking on an IGN link. You know, it takes me to Amazon. So it's on Amazon. Hmm. Hmm. Still trying to figure out what the board game is. The board game only here? That's, that's my question. Kind of funny.com slash wrong. Can you buy the board game anywhere else? That's all I want to know. Uh, it'll be interesting. It's the normal bet of Darksiders where they keep making Darksider games because there is a very small group of people that love Darksiders a very large amount. And so it's up to them now if they're going to go out and buy this. I think Darksiders Genesis from what I played is going to be dope. I'm really excited for it. Board Game Geek gives, board game geek gives the Darksiders board game a 9 out of 10. But now it says coming in 2020 there, right? That's what I did too, where I went there thinking like, oh, do they is, is this a different Darksiders board game? Is it the same Darksiders board game? It's the same. Uh, Nanobiologist says, and you're wrong, there has been no news yet about the board game being sold separately. I think people will buy it. I don't, I don't know if they'll sell it out. I think Darksider fans are crazy. People will people buy it. Like, yeah, some people will buy it. I just think that it's insane. How many? Yeah, is it, 44 comments. What do they say? Well, they, let me guess. The comments are all we hate it. Right? Because you're on Destructoid no. over there? Yeah. People are saying they'll buy it? That's 44 right there. Now we just got to sell 4,956 I mean, of them. kind of a, a mixed conversation. But yeah, I mean, there's people that are excited. Back to the nanobiologist question, though, right? Do publishers hike up the price of these items just to ride the high of Collector's Edition's tag and make even more money? 1,000% yeah. yes. 100% yes. I, and that's the thing you gotta stop and ask yourself too. Like, do and I and I do you like steelbooks? I like when I had a physical collection. I liked all the spines looking the same. Yeah. I hate when you'd be going and then there'd be a steelbook there and go the other yeah. way. It's similar to with like the DC Universe Online Collector's Edition that came with the Batman statue. Dope as fuck. That's awesome. Then we got it and it was like, wait, it didn't come with a. It came with a cardboard sleeve for the game disc. Like what? That's why I when we were at IG and we made our own uh, banner yeah. things and printed them and had them go. I like steelbooks. I just I agree with you. I wish they were the standard. Yeah, it's got to be one or the other, right? It's that's like when they switch I the only like things, Yeah, that's why with Fast and Furious, the day that they change their steelbook scheme, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do, Greg. Cry probably. Hobbs and Shaw might be the day because I can't see how they're gonna fit it into the look. These the are the dark face. I know, but like the spine and the back with the cars and the numbers. There's no number, Greg. There's no number. I'm sorry, buddy. Thank you. Uh, BJ Bernardo gets the final question of the week at patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, reading this article from Nathan Grayson at Kotaku about an interview with the Twitch streamer Paladin Amber. Uh, she's become famous hilariously calling out toxic comments in her Twitch chat. I noticed it was a different. I noticed it was different in your approach to toxic commenters as you hit the big old ban slash mute button. Do you think her way of calling out these toxic people is an effective way to do so and stop that behavior? What led to your decision not to acknowledge such bad behavior like she has? Have you seen these clips going around? I'm not. She's, uh, I'll pull one up because they're just hilarious. She's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, we should I've do it. I've seen yeah. it with audio. Okay. Uh, Bear's making it happen so we can all see yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pallet and Amber do this. She has many funny callouts. Here's how much one. for foot play? I'll tell you how much. Hi, welcome into Paladin Ember Sales. That's right. Do you want to see Footplay? I've got the solution for you. Now for just a small fee of $19.95 plus shipping and handling, I'm going to tell you to get fucked. Get your foot fetish out of my chat. Get it right out of my chat. I don't want anything to do. I want it. Take it away. Right now. Get out. out. Okay. Back to you guys. Pull this number down. How much for Footplay? Have you seen that one before? I know. Do you it. need to? Do you need to see other I, ones? Uh, it's okay. It's a normal I, I, thing. It's kind it. of funny. Barrett hears it fine. There's no sound here. Uh, get 15 remotes over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> get, get get one of the other ones. Yeah, I'm trying to. There is. Well, we, I thought you went to the article. I'll do that one. Do the paint one. This one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. This is one of them. 
Ugh. Oh my god. She's great with these transitions. Sad, sad she has right, to have them on. ready. <laughs> sad Twitter video sucks so much too. It's awful. It's the worst. Oh, this looks like a fun clip to watch. Okay, it crashed. Great. Of yeah. course, as it always yeah. does. Twitter video. Right, I'm going to refresh. <laughs> God. The internet's such a shit show, you know what I'm saying? It is. It is. And I blame Twitter video. Mm. There's no audio now. Do you have audio? Good afternoon and welcome in. That's right. I just got here, but you're already talking about your fucking stinky bullsack. So welcome in. How you doing? Listen, I don't need to know that. Maybe clean your balls. Clean. You, have you ever? You ever used? You ever used shampoo? Have you ever washed in the shower? Have you ever showered? I don't want to know about your stinky balls. Get your stinky balls right out of here. This just in. I don't want to know about that. I, nobody wants to know about that. See a doctor. Get some. Get some help. Get some help. You, if you're an audio listener only, what's the best is she has a breaking right. news clip and then like seven different cameras she turns to <laughs> on the transitions that she She's makes. She's great. It. She's great and it's a great thing for her. Um, I'm glad it's working for her. I think, and, and this is not at all, uh, you know, respect the game, respect the hustle. That's incredibly unique and it's clearly getting her circulated and I'm sure it's bringing her new views, which is a great way to do it, right? The other thing I guarantee it's doing is it's also making her chat more toxic because mm -hmm. people are trying to get called out. They're trying to be made the center of attention. Yeah. Uh, this goes back uh, to your question, BJ, like why we don't do this is it goes back to how it was on the, in Twitter when somebody finally clued me in when I was, you know, uh, quote tweeting somebody and being like, don't be like this person or like responding to somebody who's being really hateful and not actually trying to have a conversation. Didn't disagree with me. It was just an asshole. And somebody finally chimed in is like, hey, just so you know, like it sucks. You get this. And I'm sorry I have to go through this on the Internet. But like for every one of these people, there's at least a dozen more people in your ads that would love to have any kind of interaction. And I realized what I was doing, of course, was rewarding bad behavior and that's why we don't do that and why we don't reward bad behavior and your way you're going to get the mods in our twitch channel mute your ban you or whatever when we go on the youtube page you're welcome to be like oh man i hate i, I don't like them i don't like or i don't like this uh, how they're saying this i don't like blah blah if you're just like these guys fucking suck blah, 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 you just fucking hide user from channel like why if you have nothing to say we're not going to get in there and argue with you like when i go into the comments when i go into our subreddit when i go into anything about kind of funny i'll have a conversation with anybody who, who doesn't disagree with us who loves us that wants to have a conversation i'll have a conversation with you mm -hmm. we just want to be a prick about stuff fuck off nobody fucking cares it's the same thing we've always said we don't want your view we don't want your money we don't want you just go away just go away we don't need you we don't want you you're never going to get what you want from us and what we found is that guess what you don't engage with the trolls they'll stick around trying to poke you for a long time and eventually they're going to move on to somebody who when they poke they'll react yeah otherwise fuck off and that's why i tell the audience the same thing too when you see someone being mean when you see someone being clearly a dick no now granted I'm, i mean being a dick these guys fucking suck i fucking hate them horrible horrible thing blah, 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 blah. Not that hey, I don't agree with them on this. I think they. Sh I don't like Greg's review of Days Gone. That's a different. That's a. That's criticism. You're having a conversation. You know, we're talking. That's fine. When you see somebody being a complete asshole, being completely rude, saying complete bullshit, don't engage. For us, uh, for for you, audience member, for your own personal streams. But for you know, you don't need to defend kind of funny. You ignore them and they move on. They go away. Who the fuck cares? They mean nothing. That's the thing. When I see people doing this, it's like, oh man, what's what, what what's wrong? What's going on with you? You know what I mean? Taylor Swift has a great new song about it. That's literally all about it. the first the first she, entire section is she like She definitely has a new song about fuck it. Fuck you, Tim. Why do you hate uh, Taylor Swift? Tim? I love Taylor Swift. No, you don't. That's a good one. I like uh, the new one. Uh, Greg, you hit a button at one point that uh on the front TV of the desk, there's the mute button keeps like <laughs> popping in and out. <laughs> I don't know what you hit. There you go. 
that probably helped it maybe i, I mean know. it'll probably fix it but who knows you know we can't who knows there we, we don't know the science there's is no there. science to it you know oh man i tell you what that's all we're holding together here mm-hmm. you don't like you need to calm down uh i i have some some uh political issues with it mm. <laughs> she just tailors totally yeah. but it's like when when you're changed entirely uh Mm, with your, your al- too convenient and with your album being sold and your albums and like oh yeah, last year it was reputation is everything's dark and like i taylor's dead <laughs> on the phone right and then now it's just like be fucking positive and love everyone yeah. and it's just like cool fair you're totally allowed to have that and that's good but it's also very convenient and it's also like all right too marketing yeah and like all of her like yo you're trying to tear down the strong women and whatever it's like well taylor you were doing that not too long ago so, I don't like reputation that much. So I'm happy she's back. Yeah, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. You give me your name, your username, platform. It's Friday. Uh, today, Parker Beagle needs help. IRL. Parker Beagle can be found on social media at Parker Beagle. P A R K E R B E G A L E. So not, not Beagle the traditional spelling. B E G A L media or online for some console gaming. Maybe. We can even start doing some of the events out there on the East Coast and celebrate being best friends. Cheers, Parker B. So on social media, Parker Beagle. On PSN and Xbox, it's The Beagle 8. And of course, to make... I'm not even going to read it. Just hit him up on social media. He decided to spell Beagle differently in his fucking username on PSN and Xbox. Fucking choose something and stick with it. Beagle. Parker, choose a lane and stay in it. You can't You can't go back and forth. Snoopy. That's true. That is true. You know what? dynamite drop in uh, time for you're wrong this is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games goes to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tells us what we messed up as we messed it up uh, nanobiologist trying to editorialize fuck off um, damn called out going through okay a lot of people just trying to be jokesters here. So slowing it all down. You know what I mean? I want to read this one. Spencer writes in. He says, half missed out today. Half just want Tim's opinion. What does Tim think of the Shadows of the Empire Atomic Purple N64 cart that released today? I was unaware of this at all. Oh, dude, it's hot. Can you can you pull it up real quick? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hot. It's real hot. What's the company that's doing it again? Uh, limited Run Games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right, here we go. The first one that's actually a real wrong. Kuchoko says, uh, just an FYI, Astro Chain was indeed demoed at E3. Oh. In the YouTube video hmm. that we just missed it. I get, okay, so maybe maybe there was a platinum section? Probably something. Was like this was not our Nintendo thing, I guess. Uh, Pull this motherfucker up. Uh, that's hot. So cool. Limited run, man. Doing awesome. good shit. Um, Lord of Pwn. Well, actually, we, one of our uh, PR friends just hit me up. Uh, Kyle, a kind of funny best friend, actually, who wanted to PR. Uh, they've got a deal now that is that can adapt your N64 to HDMI, like in one thing. And oh, I know it's not like that's cool. new, but it's yeah. like that's been my biggest struggle. Remember when in the old I, I brought that N64 back to do Let's Plays back, like when we first started, kind of funny. And we bought that thing, and it worked for two days, and then it broke. And then I, had, I bought another one, and it still didn't work. And I was like, fuck mm-hmm. this. I'm never doing it again. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I think that was the issue. No, 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 no. It worked outside of that. Oh, okay. Do we sell that N64 around here somewhere? Yeah. Great, perfect. Because I'm going to try it with this thing. And if not, I'll buy a new N64. Um, Barrett, can you go to assets real quick? Yep. 
Lord of Hones gives us this. Uh, the beast that's chained to you in Astral Chain is called a Legion. Uh, also, it's been previewed by a few places like Game Game Explain. It's also constantly getting tweeted about by Nintendo. Well, the constant tweeting doesn't help. I'm just talking about actual previews. Can you pull that thing up? Look at this, Greg. Look at it. Oh, okay. Sure. Go, scroll down. Look at that. Yeah. This that's so cool. This is hot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not a big Shadows of the Empire fan. Uh, fuck you, Tim. If it was episode one racer, I'd be uh, Episode one racer, one of the best good. things to happen from episode one. Yeah. True. No, 100%. Right. Uh, as gets the final you're wrong of the day uh, he or she writes in and says Greg you're wrong I was trying on pants as a kid and I was like hmm these are fitting weird and lo and behold <laughs> someone had shit their underwear and left them in the pants so don't do it it's traumatizing <laughs> traumatizing and on that note ladies and gentlemen I hope you have a fantastic weekend let's run through hosts for next week Monday it's me and Tim Tuesday it's me and Andrea Wednesday it's me and Gary Thursday it's me and Andrea Friday it's me and Tim plus the games cast of course records live Thursday August 1st 2pm it's Tim Greg and Fran if you want a brand new games cast right now you should head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the pre show the post show the entire games cast ad free with us Andrea and Davis from the warp zone it'll be free obviously Monday morning if you want to wait till then uh, this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games watch it on twitch watch it on YouTube listen to it later it's on rooster teeth it's pretty much everywhere oh we have cool friends is now on Spotify. Yeah. So please go over there. Subscribe to that. Follow that. Be part of that. Yeah, seriously, please. If you're listening to this right now, go subscribe to We Have Cool Friends on podcast services anywhere. We're very proud of it. Yeah. Starting to get legs. We're happy about that. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.